This is Beth Rockefeller. This is Mia Rockefeller. This is Greg Rockefeller. And this is Reading with the Rockefellers, a family book club podcast. Today we will be covering King's Cage, the third book in the Red Queen series by Victoria Aveyard. So grab a copy and join us on this literary journey. Music dances on the air, undercut with the sweet and sickening bite of alcohol as it permeates every inch of the magnificent throne room. We step out onto a landing elevated a few feet above the chamber floor, allowing a grand view of the raucous party, and a few moments before anyone realizes we're here. My artist's eyes start back and forth, on edge, on defense, searching every face and every shadow for opportunity or danger. Silk and gemstones and beautiful armor wink beneath the light of a dozen chandeliers, creating a human constellation that surges and twists on the marble floor. After a month of imprisonment, the sight is an assault on my senses, but I gulp it in, a girl starved. So many colors, so many voices, so many familiar lords and ladies. For now, they take no notice of me. Their eyes do not follow. Their focus is on one another, their cups of wine and multicolored liquor, the harried rhythm of the fragrant smoke curling through the air. This must be a celebration, a wild one. But for what? I have no idea. Welcome to Reading with the Rockefellers. This is Season 3, Episode 3, King's Cage, Chapter 3. A lot of threes. Yeah, yeah. it's the third season, third episode, third chapter of the third book. Wow. It's like the grand slam. That's threes all the way down. Yeah, it's the grand slam of threes. It's the quadrangle of threes? Yes. So, Maven's throwing a rager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his parents aren't home, so. Right. We're obviously still in Mayor's point of view. We haven't had the switch yet. Thank you. Unfortunately, it's coming next next week. All right, we'll get through it together. We didn't have each other last time. Right. Yeah, that's true. During that reading, um, I'm sure it wasn't, but I feel like my eye rolls were audible on mic. (laughs) We really need to hunt down that t-shirt for you. (laughs) So, Maven's having what looks like a giant bash. Mm-hmm. He's sitting up there in his throne that she mentions looks far too big for him. He looks kind of tiny sitting in that. Yeah, throne. I pictured it like Edith Ann. Remember Lily Tomlin back in the day? Yes. Edith Ann, and she'd sit in that great big huge rocking chair. That's how I picture it. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm over like a toddler, like a four-year-old yeah. sitting there. Or like in, how we used in to say, recliner. Yeah, like Donald Trump Jr. looked like a guy that put on his dad's suit and yeah. went to work. Like, yeah. Hey guys, I'm here too. <laughs> Like that's like how Maven, right, Maven right. Thin with his head with his crown all crooked because it doesn't fit on his head either. So it's just like, uh, sure, dude. Right. You look so menacing. Right. Well, I guess he's got a mask on though. They, they said he's no. wearing a mask. No. No? no. no. Fictional, imaginary mask. Oh, yeah. emotional mask. Yes. I gotcha. Yeah. And Mayor's common thinking, theme in this series. Come on, mom, pick it up. Mayor's thinking they must have won like a big victory or something because yeah. they're having this party. But then she looks at Evangeline and she sees a look on her face and she's like, no, that's not what's going on here. Yeah, this all. must be a morale booster or something yeah. like that, you know. Because Evangeline's clearly not happy about, like, all of this is going on in the room right now. I think she's about to 
blow some stuff open. And then the red servants, Mary knows that the red servants work working the room, and this gives her a perfect opportunity to have a pity party <laughs> for all the reds. Oh, pity party! It's a party within a party. Yeah. Right. And then so partyception. Partyception. So then Maven sees her and they lock eyes. And it's like this uncomfortably long amount of time from what it seems like she describes in the book. Like, they're just looking at each other and all these things are going through her head at the same time just while they're staring at each other. And no, and the party's still going on at this second. Yeah. This but, like, with how she feels, the room might as well be empty. Right. And she's just, like, trying to shoot these mind bullets into his head. Like, you know. <clears throat> right. And after this, I also want to be punching her directly in the face. Right. Oh my. Yes. Is she so annoying during this chapter? Yes. Yeah. Well, Even the end. I'll get into it once yeah. we get into yeah. the synopsis. I've got bones to pick with Mare in this one. I think so, we'll do. So Maven, I guess whatever she was doing, her mind bullets worked because Maven snaps out of it and yells at the Arbans that brought her in here like, so clearly, like, the, why didn't you right, let this happen? Immediately, Mayor's like, "Oh, I mean, this wasn't Maven. This was just an all Evangeline." So he's tearing into the Arbans, and he finally says, confronts Evangeline about it, and Evangeline wants to know why the terrorists responsible for killing and maiming hundreds, including Maven's own mother and father, air quotes hasn't been punished yet or hasn't been interrogated. And then Maven gets mad. He lashes back. He's not he's not going to be questioned. <laughs> I have one thing to interject. His retort is the most childish thing I've ever heard. Because Evangeline says, I'm just giving her, I just want the punishment that she deserves for her. And Maven's like, oh, are my parties really that bad? It's like, dude, not the point. That's a pretty good one. It was. It was. And so he lashes back at Evangeline, and he lets slip a bit of piece, bit of information, because he says mentions they're fighting two wars now, which kind of gives Mayor hope. Mm -hmm. but the guard's still it's out like there. Two wars. Two wars. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on that's not good for Maven, and Evangeline seems pretty upset that. He's having a party and not interrogating the one person that could maybe answer some questions to help them win one of those wars. Right. So, and I think it's just kind of like one of those capital parties. Right. You know, where they just have them so they can all get together and tell each other how rich they yeah. are. And then, you know, spies or whatever secret collectors can go through there and get information because everybody's all together. And, and work all behind the scenes. Yeah, and, yeah of course. And Maven says Mayor's too valuable valuable to be wasted on common execution. And then Evangeline mentions Corvium is still burning. This is another slit. Something else Mayor didn't realize. There's still fighting going on in Corvium. So he's got basically a civil war and a war with the Scarlet Guard going on right now. So then Maven says the council is days away from decision on mayor, but Evangeline is just not having that. She says to Maven, quote, forgive my boldness, your majesty. I know you wish to honor your council as best you can, even the weakest parts of it. 
even the cowards who cannot do what must be done. But you are the king. The decision is yours. And it's genius because she puts him on the spot in front of everybody like, well, yeah, you are the king. I mean, what's the the council? Right. Why are we waiting for this? So Maven knows he's got to do something here at this point. So he agrees to let Samson Mirandis, Mirandis interrogate Mayor. And at this point, Mayor just loses her crap. Interrogate, quote unquote. Right. Like, rip her mind up. Yeah. And, and but like Mayor is like begging Maven, begging Maven not to do this. But he does. I mean, she should have known this, right? I like, mean, does, does she think there's a? And there's no way out of this either. No, does 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 she think that he's just gonna like? eventually be like oh no that's just too much i mean he's already he's got a freaking collar around her neck right i don't think there's a line he's not willing to cross and this is also uh i mean it's beneficial for him to know this information but this is just to keep samson samson happy it really is like this is the person that killed your sister right this was alara was his sister cousin Cousin, whatever anyway it's like you know, we need to get this information, but I'm going to go ahead and let you do it, and it's going to be torture. Right. You know, it's just as much of a favor to Samson, sort of, to keep the Miranda's yeah. household yeah. quiet. Yeah. Yep. So Samson gets into Mare's head. He wa- watches the moment she killed Alara. And he gets a, I guess she says he must have gotten mad because she showed no remorse when she watched it again. <laughs> then... Makes her relive the death of Shade over and over and over and over. Tears through her mind looking for anything and everything he could use against the Scarlet Guard. But I think that's... I don't, I don't At this point, I don't think he really cares as much as he, he does to destroy secondary. her brain. Right. And all Mayor thinks about here is Maven at a stupid note telling her he misses her and that they will meet again. Again, I roll. I'm, I want to take my ear. That's like another chapter. Just yeah. Be like, All right, let's square up. I've had it. I'm done. Let's. You're weak. I can totally take you. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, a middle-aged <laughs> woman against a 17-year-old girl. Yeah, that hasn't eaten in mm-hmm. a long time. I can t- totally take her, and I'm ready to rip her head off for the absolute just buffoonery. Mom, I could probably take her, and I probably. I would. She just, she knows better. Yeah. You know what I mean? She knows better. She's sitting there again, wishing for somebody who doesn't exist. And she yes. knows that. It's, yes. It's infuriating. It's disturbing on a level, to be to be honest. It really is. I think we all know that. I think, we're, I think we've all realized that at this point. Yeah. And he knows exactly what to say to keep her there. You know what I mean? She's she's like, oh, but why would he say this? And blah blah blah. Girl, because he's tricking you. <laughs> you know, right. he knows what you want to hear, so he's placating you. Right. Oh. Anger. These are genuine anger sounds. Yeah. Well, yeah. Frustrated. <laughs> That's. I mean, when abusers find someone who allows them to abuse them like that they always look for that specific person and once they find it they have a way of just pushing it a little bit a little bit until it's i mean 
It's right. disturbing. And Samson also saw like Mare sleeping next to Cal every night. And he's going to tell Maven about that if he didn't already know. Be like, hey, guess what? You know, every night while they slept, you know, blah, 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 blah. Brother's so, hitting that. He was done. Snuggling up. Yeah. Big spoon, little spoon type situation. Yeah. But still. He was like, warm. Yeah. She needed warmth. And he'll say it to, to make you mad. You, I mean, you don't think Samson will say that to Maven and tell him oh, that he saw that? Oh, I think he's going to have to tell, tell him everything. Oh, yeah. But he's going to pepper her in. Oh, I'm sure. Right. He'll start with all the stuff that matters. Right. And then Maybe. be like, oh, yeah. And, and like, also. Her favorite fruit is cranberries or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we'll get to that stuff at the end. But he'll be like, here's the stuff I found out. You know, her relationship with Cal is a lot deeper than even you thought, well, stuff like that, you know. She kept your notes, mm-hmm. tell them that, and be able to tell Maven that. Like, he's going to get all new information to manipulate yeah. and gaslight her with. So, you know, classic narcissism. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel like, you know, he's gonna, here's how this conversation is going to go. Hey, uh, Maven, I'm done. So let me tell you this, this little hint. She captured notes. It's going to be like, really? Oh, my God. This changes everything. Well, he'd be like, oh, I didn't, didn't see that. Right. He shows him later in his room, like, starting and restarting notes. You know, like, one of them's like, you know, Mare, you gargoyle-faced, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And the other one's like, Mare, I miss you so much. The connection that we had, and it's just like throwing them on, crawling them up, throwing them on the floor. Nice, mean, nice, right? Mean, you know. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure he like, thought two are disgusting. I know. It's so I'm, gross. I'm sure he thought that she would just tear them up and throw them in the fire. Nope. No. No. She because put that mess in her pocket and went home with it. Because powerful information. This be powerful information. Of all the stuff that. She's worried about him getting. That's the stuff that's going to be dangerous because the Scarlet Guard knows. I mean, I, they Scarlet Guard probably the second this happened, we're like, we need to move because they're going to use a. They're going to get it in her head because Cal knows. They know what they'll do. So I guarantee you, that's already taken care of. Mare yeah. doesn't need, doesn't know that, but right. Also, there are a lot of people who don't trust Mare as much as others do. Yes. So there are probably some people who are like, even if they don't get it in her head, she's not that strong. Right. Well, like they're gonna get the information yeah. somehow. Well, she knows where like Tuckies and all these things, but she also and the notch. Is that what it's called? Yeah. But she also doesn't know everything. Right. And she, she's always and amazed when she finds. Reason. Yeah, she, there's, she's always amazed when she finds out there's stuff Scarlet Guards doing that she knows nothing about. It's like, well, because they keep. Oh my God. It from, yeah, they're not going to have everyone. Everyone is going to know every single piece of information about everything because right. that's dangerous. That's the point. Yeah, but they especially kept a lot from her because right. in this situation, somebody's going to get right back in her head again. Yeah. You know. This part. But, I mean. You know, she's close to Maven now. <laughs> uh. But that's exactly what she's thinking. And that's yeah. what drives me nuts. Like so so now that we're to the discussion episode, let me let me okay. crack my knuckles and get it on 
what I feel about Mayor. It's just, it's so, I guess it's an issue with the way it's written at this point in time, is that she keeps circling those things back. It's just... But that's the point. I mean, I it's guess, intentional. It's just so sickening to read, you know, where she's just like, like, oh, but his notes said you. And why would he do this? Because he's obsessed with you. Exactly. It's like, because he's a manipulative narcissist. That's what they do. Yeah. They find prey. They get all the information that they can use. And then they torture you with it. Like that's that's what's good. He knows exactly what to say, and she just keeps falling for it. Yeah, she can't let it go. She's literally like collared and bleeding because of him, and she's still like, but his eyes are so dreamy. <laughs> and he said he missed me. It's like, yeah, cause he's crazy. Yeah. Congratulations, he missed you. I'm sure John Wayne Gacy missed some of the dudes after he buried them in his basement. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, she, yeah. oh my God, it's disgusting. She just, these little scraps of, uh, you know, little scraps of affection that she's trying to read into all of this stuff from Maven is just so gross. So she's catching these little love fragments, affection fragments and holding on to it and that's right. but most of it is something that she has misconstrued exactly. as affection and, and she even says it yeah she's like i'm still thinking about a boy that never existed so i it's problem isn't that she's doing it on purpose i think she's just so messed up yeah for lack of a more delicate way of putting it. And I guess when you're in that situation, like, when are you not going to be thinking about Maven because he's the one holding you captive? Like, right. this is literally all his fault. So what else are you going to be thinking when you can't go outside or you can't... Right. Whatever like, it is that Mare did for fun before this. Her mind just wanders. Annoy Kalorn. But it's so fragmented because of everything that she's been through at such a young age. That she can't help it. Yeah. It's. Yeah. She should just be like, you know, screw Maven. Like, I don't want to, when I look at him, I'm not going to give him the benefit of seeing that affect me. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I want her by this point in time to have built up some sort of defense to that. After everything she's been through, she can't look at him with hatred because of this. You know, right. we're still infatuation there, and it's gross. But it's not, it, like, it literally makes me feel gross. It is not her fault is the point I am making. It's gross. It's just she, you know, she just can't help it. She has a mental problem, but she can't get help for it. Right. And there's, there's nothing, like, every... Like I said, everywhere she looks, it's basically Maven. There may not be pictures of him, but her surroundings are going to remind her of him right. constantly. Yeah. It's just, you know, some of these early chapters can yeah. be so hard to read. It gets better. Yeah. When they're when it's a chapter just stuck inside of Mare's head, pretty much, it's going to be kind of a bummer chapter. Although, Which, next week, I'm going to be, like, 
grinding our teeth. Yeah. Over Can we go back to a mayor chapter? Right. It's it's a Cameron chapter. It's like the Cameron chapter. Like the first half of this book, he kind of just got to get through it. Yeah. There's a there's like stuff to talk about, but you could you once you get through that, then then you're good. Right. So let's talk about Evangeline here in this chapter because I think Mare sees a side of her that she didn't know existed. She always thought Evangeline was the, you know, deadly assassin in the right. But also, you know, fight, was gonna fight you and come and kill you with her daggers or whatever they yeah. she throws at her. But she clearly has some political acumen. Right, and I think that Mare thought that she was just like you know born to be queen. Pretty much, she was raised just to marry into the royal family. She was raised. So she never had to work for any of it. Right. That's not. But that's not true. Not no, because she's Ptolemy's his little sister. <laughs> right. So he's gonna do everything first and better. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And she, so she's, she's been... gonna have to grow up, and that I'm sure the dad is like much more like all all she was was a bargaining chip. Yeah. And Ptolemy's is the one that they're gonna bank the family future on. Right. right. So that that has to have her grow up with some resentment towards her father and Ptolemus. Yeah. Like, you were literally just raised for Queen's trial. But aren't her and Ptolemus pretty close? Yeah, but I, yeah. there's going to be resentment there when he's, he's raised to fight and she's raised to marry. Right. But, but he's so good at fighting. Yeah, she didn't want to be that. And she's clearly learned how to use politics and how to right. word things in yeah. a way. That, she doesn't have a choice. I mean, she played this perfectly. She brings Marion, so she's right there. So, and Mamie gets mad and stops the party, so everyone's staring. So there's mm-hmm. a giant elephant in the room named Mayor. And then Evangeline's just basically like, well, you set up this council, and I'm not one to question you, but aren't you the king? Why aren't you making this decision? It's right. been over a month. And she's still sitting here. And she's still sitting here. We have no new information, and we've got... You know, Scarlet Guard's still out there. We got a war going on in Corvium, and you're just sitting here having a party. Right. Get so, your head out of your butt. Yeah, so he has no choice. He has yeah. no choice here. Because she, he's completely put on the spot. She made him look strong while also putting him in the spot where he pretty much can't refuse her. Right. Yes. Otherwise, he'll look weak. Yeah. Yes. Like the ultimate backhanded compliment. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Yeah, really well done. So he didn't have a choice. So he finally looks over at Samson. It's like, well, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Do your thing, dude. And Mayor immediately is like, What? I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Huh? No, man. You don't like this anymore. No, man. Begging. Yeah. Oh, Mayor, Mayor, please. Just, just my impression. With someone, be that angry. With someone with Maven, someone like Maven, with his personality, his jacked up personality. Someone like Maven, Maven specifically. We'll talk about him. In this situation, begging and crying for mercy would be like what you do, and you know it's going to rip your dad's parents' heart out. But they know this is what's best for you. Right. Not gonna work here. Not, his mentality. This is something that probably gets him even more excited about the yeah. whole situation. Right. Because and she is begging. He doesn't yeah. give a crap. A, a phrase that's quite frequently used about narcissists is it's not make it's not about making them feel good. It's about making you feel bad. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the more she hurts, the more pleasure he's going to get from Right. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like. It's backwards of how you think it should be, exactly. but that's how it works. Right. So he's like, all right, Samson, you know. Do your thing. Get to it. And Samson says, it's a shame that you killed Alara. She was a mind surgeon. I'm a butcher. Right. Basically telling her, I'm going to use, use a scalpel. Yeah. I'm going to use a machete. I'm going to use a grenade. I'm going yeah. to toss it in there and see what it blows out of your hand. And then, dear reader, they go on to describe the most disgusting things I've ever read in a YA book. Like, this is not, this is bordering on not YA level anymore. You know what I mean? I think this, I think the description of these murders was more disgusting than The Hunger Games. Oh, of, of Alara getting yeah. killed? Yeah. And Shade? Yeah. Yeah. Shade's wasn't quite as bad. Not as bad, but then the torture of them just replaying it over and over in her mind. It's like, you know, slower and slower. It's brutal. Yeah. It's but brutal. then they actually go into detail of what happened to Alara. Like, yeah. Was, like, was, yeah. It's, I was like, slower oh than gosh. real time what it looked like. I yeah. was like, oh. She had to see that. Right. Yeah. So they're they're making us, you know, know exactly what it is that she sees. We I didn't find out this. We didn't know basically all of this information last book. Right. But now that Samson is pulling it out of her. We're seeing exactly what yeah. happened. Also, I have, I have a thing to say. Victoria, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Ooh. What? What? Um. Well, she I mean, write that. I mean, like it's pretty intense. It's 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 honestly impressive to me in a weird sort of way. It is because she did a good job of describing what, right? Because otherwise, it wouldn't have that visceral reaction. Just right. like it feels well. so real, and yeah. I hate it. Yeah, like step by step of what happened to Alara's body. Yeah. But it's also well done, so I can't be angry. I mean, it was only like. A paragraph and a half or something. You know what I mean? It was very... Yeah. I mean... a lot, but... I mean, it was... It's, like, technically one paragraph, but it's about half a page. Right. Maybe a little over. It's not a whole ton. You just gotta get through it. But it's... Hard through. Yeah, it's... It's pretty rough. But then you're like... I mean... And even though you're like, well, that's a Lara, though, still, it's pretty messed up. Right. But it's still a a human being, Right. right? Well, and then, of course, Mayor was almost like... Yeah, take that, Alara, and the, that we'll made Samson. Again. Yeah, that made Samson mad. So he's just like, like okay, well, I'll watch. You'll have to watch Shade die. Oh, oh, right. oh. And the crappy thing is now that Sam Samson has seen that, he knows when she's pushed to her furthest limits what she's capable of. Yes. So right. That that has gone. That element of surprise has gone out the window. Yes. They understand the the complete power that she's capable of. And it doesn't mention this in the chapter, but we're also assuming that they now know about all the different new bloods that are out there. They're going to have gotten all of that information if, if it, there's any that they didn't already have. It makes me wonder if, if he... It, yeah, it almost makes me wonder if Samson didn't look for it. Like he, he wasn't looking think about for it because he doesn't know they exist. Uh, but you would think, I, I, want, I mean, well, I don't know. Would Alara tell him? I don't know how much he knows. I I guess it would depend on the intricacies of their ability. Like, if he can go in and just, like, 
skim over everything and stop at the brutal parts. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I don't know how that goes. If they have to go in, like search warrant, they have to go in looking for certain things. Or, um, you know, if he gets a, if he gets like a dossier of everything and then picks out certain right. memories he wants to something, work with. Something tells me it's almost like skimming through a book. And you can stop where you want. You can stop where you want to, but you don't necessarily know where you're stopping if you don't already know what's there. Right. Like, if you don't know the rough table of contents, you don't know what you're going to see when you stop. Yeah. So I think if there's some things that he doesn't know to look for, he just won't find them unless he stumbles upon them. Yeah. Which has got to be a lot there, though. She said he saw her with Cal. Yeah. So he had to have seen her around other people she you know i mean and they know shade mm-hmm. clearly they know shade teleported can teleport that's all in that memory yeah she talks about the, the least, baby yeah they'll at least have the, yeah, memories, the memories of whatever which means that how he, abilities were being used during the breakout which means that he did see some of the recruiting missions yes so, so I just he, don't know how much of them he looked at right. because it wasn't necessary to describe so the probably, chapter. Probably enough to pique his interest to say, hey, there's a there's, there's more. abilities. Right. Like a lot of them. Like a lot of them. But also, dude, you killed a baby. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think that's messed up. He can. That, that's information he can use, too. I'm sure there's things that he finds out that he doesn't tell Maven. Probably can keep from him later. Oh, I'm sure. I mean? Yeah. So, because there's not a lot of Mirandises well, this is left, all... so who's going to be able right. to get that information? It's all political. Him, right? It's all everyone's thinking about their own political interests, exactly. how they can maneuver into a better position. He Samson also saw on the jet after the breakout, Farley getting angry. Mm-hmm. And punching Mare in the face, which just the description of it was a little cathartic for me in a weird way. Does, does that sound I was wrong? also thinking about punching Mare. Right. Yeah, far like, like here, here readers. Farley. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I'll get some potatoes. So, so that means that he knows that Shade and Farley had a relationship, which isn't very useful right now, but it could be. So another thing that he has a little nugget of information that he doesn't necessarily have to share because it's not something Maven is looking right i now i don't know if he'll find out anything about the baby because i'm not 100 percent sure that mare realizes still that there's a baby no nope. uh, i don't she think she's fully comprehended what i don't, yeah, I don't think she fully gets it i think she's gonna get you know later on maybe yeah. People that haven't read this far. She's going to meet back up with Farley, and Farley's going to be huge with this belly, and she'll be like, Huh? Are you pregnant? Yeah, everybody literally tried to tell you that before you left. Everybody. Yeah, the answer the to my question like, is yes. Come on, Mayor. What yes. did you think the question was? And then as soon as she as soon as she said that, she put her hands on her stomach. Right, and she's been like all gentle and right. vomiting and being emotional. Come Exactly. Mare. There's little kids there that have figured it out. And Mare doesn't. <laughs> that's what Farley's got on baby. What? But still, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mare is just so clueless that she some really of is. this stuff might, and, and out of context, it might not make sense to him. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the time line on Loki. Can't really hint yeah. too much about it. You, you kind of just gotta be, yeah. Uh, you just gotta just 
go along for the ride and yeah. turn your brain off for well he wasn't lying though because he kind of just goes through her mind like a blender yeah and it makes you wonder what's going to be left you know i mean what's that going to do long term yeah. damage wise it can't not do some damage long term right? yeah i don't know i mean she describes it being like painful and stuff but i don't know you know what kind of effects that has on you afterwards it's got to make her tired afterwards she's got to she's want to really always tired but you know that's just that's got to really drain you and then emotionally just damage you right having to relive all of that so plus now the memories that she had been trying to push down have just been brought back up and she's gonna have to work real hard to try and forget about them again right it's like I just had to watch that over and over and over and over again. I'm, I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about it for a long time. Because there's nothing alternative for her to think about. Right. It's right. not like she can go back to her room and, like, put on YouTube and be like, I'm going to watch videos until I'm not thinking about this anymore. Right. right. You know she doesn't saying? have like, any distractions. Well, yeah. up with Cal. Exactly. Except for boring books, which she'll probably just switch to memories to get through anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. Bleak. Bleak, 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 bleak. Mm-hmm. Oh, something I we, we talked about before we started recording, and I wanted to bring it back up. Just this, because this chapter is a lot about Mayor, and because you guys focus a lot, you're focusing, Beth, I know, a lot on the crappiness of Mayor still being into Ma- Maven. Yeah. I get that. Mayor being affected by Maven's brother. Right, which is one of the things that struck me in this chapter outside of that, though, is Evangeline here i feel like because clearly she was mad that there was a party going on and that the kingdom's falling apart right and she wants to know what's going to happen so she's forcing maven's hand to get information i don't think that she's specifically like has a vendetta against mayor so much as she honestly wants something to be done about what has happened well, and it's Scar- like guard of the war. Yeah, and then you. what is she here for? Right. Like you, right. right. If you haven't killed her or let her go, you, you, what are you going to do? Right. You with made it? a deal she's, to let Cal go, and every everybody she's goes for her. She's just been sitting in a comfortable bed chamber for a month. Yeah, I right. think Evangeline is just like, all right, enough. Yeah, you know, you've got her here for a reason. What is it? She, Either you're. You know, there's something we don't know about, right? Feelings-wise, or you're just you're dragging your feet, which shows weakness. Either right. way, she's forcing his hand, right. to show something. They know she knows, and I think the whole their Sam, all Samuel's family knows. There's something not right about the whole Maven situation and what happened with the king. I think that yeah, there's why a has lot he just of, killed her? Scott, yeah, and I think or done something else. Like why right. wait a month? Wait, so, no movement, nothing. I feel like the Samos family and Evangeline specifically, if she were to find out what actually happened, which Samson's got to see that too. He's got to see from Mayor's point of view what actually happened and what's going on in Mayor's head. Right. He, he's got to know that Alar is the one that killed the king. Right. Which means if. I think if Evangeline finds this out and the Samuels family does, I don't think they're going to just suddenly side. I think they're going to, that would be enough to push them mm-hmm. over the edge 
to be like, okay, we need to get rid. We of We need this. to get rid of Maven. Yeah. We need to get rid of this. This is ridiculous. Right. Yeah, because I don't think that's the way they are. I don't think so either. I think they're pretty ruthless, but not cruel. If right. Criminal. Yeah, you know, it doesn't, why, you don't have, you have power, you don't have to be cruel. Right. Exactly. Like, Come to... and there, one thing that's important to the Samos family is family loyalty. Yes. Right. And knowing that someone, anyone planned to kill a member of their own family. Right. Would not settle well with them. Right. Or that Alara cared so little about Cal that she was willing to use him like that. Right. You know. Right. What is this? What won't this family do? Right. Exactly. So I think. If that, they're looking for a way in, that's it with right. other people. And again, know? remember, I have. This is as far as I've read, basically yeah. at this point. And I haven't. I don't know. I don't. I haven't looked, searched anything media wise. Because even when I do the fan casting, mm-hmm. just even trying to like look up fan casting for this. For Red Queen, I get so many. We look through and be like, "These, what are these people casting for?" Because it's sure none of these people should be in Red Queen, right? But anyway, so I haven't, I don't, I haven't looked anything or searched anything up about the book. So I don't know what happens in the rest of the book or the next book. But I don't think that the Samos family is long for dealing with Maven's crab, right? Unless he does something and takes them out first, which would be a ballsy move, but right. He's got to see that Evangeline is questioning things already. And there are some things that she can't find out. So Yeah, because it's different with than it was with Tiberius when he was king. You know what I mean? A wise king, a long-reigning king. He's going to know how to handle industry leaders like the Samoses. You know what I mean? He's going to be much better at all the political handlings. They, they mentioned many times in the first book about the poise of the king and everything, you know. So, and we've kind of talked about this before, all these other people that are used to that sort of reign are going to see Maven's impetuousness and be like, look, dude, we've got a lot bigger things to worry about right now. What is with this girl? Why, you know, either make promos with her like she did, you know, use her to make your own propaganda. Right? Oh, yeah. Or or kill her on TV and force the Scarlet Guard out of hiding using her as a bargaining chip or something. Right. He's not done any of that. No. So people are going to be like, they're going to start figuring out pretty soon that he's got much more sinister plans oh, yeah. right, for her or much deeper emotion than they thought. Oh, yeah. You, you can tell... From what she did and the way she went in there with Evangeline, it's almost like either she has heard her father multiple times in this last month or so saying this exact thing. Right. He's Why weak. is he not doing exactly. anything? He's weak. This is not how Tiberius would have handled it. This is not how a king. Or she knows that's what her dad's probably thinking and it's running through her head too. So because like we said, Evangeline is not an idiot. No. She is very smart. Yeah. And she's very watchful. Yes. She doesn't miss hardly anything. No. And I think that was drilled into her the minute she started being even around the castle. Mm-hmm. You know, don't miss anything. Yeah. Because all information is important information. So 
yeah, she really, she rolled the dice big time with this particular move that she pulls, but it, it ends up really paying off. However, however, yes, I don't think that Mare getting interrogated like this was Evangeline's plan. Nope. And nor do I think she enjoyed watching it happen. No. As we were talking about a little bit off mic, I don't I don't think she enjoys what she sees at all. You know, I don't think this there's no need for her to show any sort of strength or make any kind of power play towards Mare. This isn't about Mare to Evangeline. Right. Mare about, thinks it is, but it's not. Right. It's just about, I mean, it's a little bit about Mare, but it's more trying to figure out what Maven's intentions are. Right. And then she's like, oh, crap, his intentions are now to call me out, to call my bluff, and do it right here in front of everybody. Right. And I don't think she planned for that. No. I think she... She should have. Because <laughs> Maven is unstoppable, but... I think that she was just trying to push Maven to make a decision and mess with him a little bit. Yeah. And she took it a step too far. Right. Just be like, I know how to get, I know how to get to you. I know how to touch a nerve. Right. Right. And there's obviously a nerve ending on this one over here. Right. I think she didn't realize, I think how touchy it was. No, but I think she was just trying to get, Maven to face the fact that something needs to be done. Right. You can't just sit here on your giant throne yeah. looking like a toddler. S-O-G-T-P. Feet not even touching the floor. Yeah. Right. And all this going on and having a party when you've got supposedly the leader, air quotes, of the Scarlet Guard. Why are we not doing something? Right. And Maven turns it around and basically gives her what she wants by making her watch. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sick. These two are going to be great for each other, too. <laughs> but it's, but see, they're only going to get what Samson gives them. Right. right. He doesn't have to tell them everything. Right. And I'm sure that Maven has already... I'm sure that Maven has already talked to Samson at this point. I mean, he's Alara's cousin. I kind of wonder that he doesn't know... Some, he's got to know some of these things. I almost feel like he has to know that she's the one that killed the king using cat because if not she he does now right right say Who that that she he may not have known that does seem like the kind of thing that like if maven was so quick to jump on me okay let's just get her interrogated right now that seems like the kind of thing that he would have told samson first to prevent any sort of like it catching him off guard right i mean you would think but also I know that he's going to have major feelings about Mare having killed Alara. Yeah. But his, I I don't think he's going to hold much uh, loyalty weight towards Maven for just purely familial reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't. Very Mirandus thing to do. Exactly. So, and Miranda, House Mirandus, there's not a lot of them. I imagine that he has he will save some of that information to be bought or sold at a later date if he needs to. Right. He will hold things back and not tell Maven, which Maven probably won't expect. 
he'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, second cousin Samson. Right. He's going to give me all the information I want. And Samson's probably going to be like, nah, Bro. dog, I'm holding some stuff back for nah. my point, you know, to benefit me later. Because he's he's a kind of a, a flag without a country at yeah. this point in time, you know. And he's not going to want to be Maven's lapdog either. Oh, like, no. Oh, you call and I come running. That's not how this is going to go either, you know. Or he's yeah. thinking maybe I can get close to Maven too and control him like my sister, like my cousin did, because he could. Right. Yeah. I think that Samson will only give Maven what he, what Maven asks for. Everything else yeah. doesn't have to be told right. because he's volunteering much information right which means he can use it however he deems in the future right yeah. which is smart yeah it is so maven's maven's got himself in a bit of a bit of a tight spot here yeah, yeah. he got he got put on the spot and he didn't like it and he overcorrected mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people are going to see that too yeah. they're going to be like dude really right here in front of everybody you know like you could have taken this someplace else. Right. There are gonna be some houses that are gonna be like, yeah, that's yeah. This there are gonna be other houses that are yeah. gonna be like, whoa. That that was messed up. Yeah. I, and I think Maven is just so obsessed with how he makes Mare feel that he's not worried about that kind of stuff. No. No. He's not thinking long term. He might occasionally be like, oh, this is kind of cruel, but what, won't everybody want me to be cruel to her? No. Some people no. eventually are gonna be like, dude, come on, man. You know, let, kill her or let her go. Like, it's crazy. Right. There's, there is a certain level of, like, if you're not going to do anything, then why is she here? And if there's not a whole lot of point to this, then why are you doing it? Right. right. And obviously she's not the leader of the Scarlet Guard. Otherwise they would have crumbled after she gave herself up. Right. Right. So I think people are starting to notice that lie, too. Right. Yes. I don't. I don't think this is going to go for Maven the way he thinks it's going to go. No. No. I, it kind of makes you wonder if he even thinks where it's going to go. With I don't Laura think so. there, I Be- feel like he's just on a wing and a prayer. Yeah. Right. I don't think he's learned how to yet. No. No. Because no. he's still trying to carry out her mission. I think that's why anyway. he. I think that's why he created a council. Eric was. Or did he? Even, yeah. I mean, you know, so that they can do. Run the country. They while do all the stuff. Well, he acts like, right. Yeah, and and now trying to fight two wars apparently. Wherever that came from. Yeah. So crazy stuff. I mean, this is why you don't put a seventeen-year-old on the throne. Right. I feel like they could have at least had like a like an interim ruler until he turned eighteen. Right. Yeah. Well, normally what happens in like actual monarchies is if somebody ascends to the throne before they turn 18, then their mother will kind of be like the acting royalty, and but they'll still sit on the throne, if that makes sense. Right. It's like usually like a queen mother situation. Right. The mother still has a, a deal of power until the child turns 18. Uh, but Which is how it was working. Yeah. But then the mother got killed, and right. the father is dead, and there's not a lot of other people, you know. And and I think they kind of made sure of that, yeah. thinking that Cal was going to, like, carry on the line. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and now it's all falling apart and Maven is the last dying hope of this and he's going to run it all into the ground. But yeah. Because he's not his father. No. Right. Or his brother. Or his brother. Right. He's, he's or his much, mother. He's because he. I don't think he's that smart. No. But also, he's, we've talked about on here before his stunted growth because of how Alara was to him when right. he was growing up. Yeah. He never had to think for himself, so he never learned how to. And now he doesn't have her, and he's just winging it, and you know, being stupid and impetuous. Right. And this is where it's gotten. Will she yes. create a monster? Definitely. Whether she was, whether that was the plan or not, she did. Yeah, I don't think that was the plan. I don't think she really gave a crap. No, uh, that's the thing. I don't think she actually ever actually gave two shits about Maven, which he was a means to an end. Right. From the day he was born. Right. Well, I mean, clearly. Yeah. It's it's an anchor baby. Yeah. Right. To to stay in that. Yeah. Royalty. That's all he ever was. Exactly. Exactly. So. <laughs> With the shivers. Yep. It's pretty gross stuff. Yeah. Who needs a shower? Me. Yeah. That's nasty. That's so nasty. That's so nasty. So now that we've completely wrung everybody out emotionally. Right. Let's now throw out those socials. Now that you're all emotionally devastated, let's have fun. Look us up on Instagram. <laughs> and and then after, Do you like after the our page, station? go look up some puppies on Instagram. Yeah. Actually, better than that, find the Chunk the Groundhog family and yes. follow Chunk the Groundhog on Instagram if you don't. Maybe do that first. It's delightful. Then, then go to our spend hours looking at the groundhogs. You know how it was for me when I first found them. Yes. It's like sending you every other. You're like, Mom, I get it. The groundhogs are cute. Get it. So, yeah, you can find us over on Instagram. Our handle over there is at Reading with the Rockefellers. You can email us. We'd love to get fan art. Fan casting submissions. It's never too early to start fan casting for King's Cage. So you can send all of that stuff in. And, uh, you know, just general, hey, hi, how you doing? Love that kind of stuff, too. That email address is readingwiththerockefellers at gmail.com. And then we have our website, which is www.readingwiththerockefellers.com. You can find all these episodes, our blog, pictures of our little four-legged mascot. Um... All that good kind of stuff. Yeah. That episode's available for download. All of that great stuff. And uh, again, that is just readingwiththerockefellers.com. So check us out, and we will be back next time with another discussion episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.